to Outrageous Stories with the Angry Ninja, and ever so often, a special guest. Alright, it's the Angry Ninja here flying solo once again, my friends. Gonna have another story, cause it's outrageous stories. Alright, I won't say anymore. Y'all are here for the stories, y'all are here for the singing, and I get that. My singing is, well, less than desirable. Um, sucks. So, outrageous story. Uh, talk about the second time I dislocated my left knee. Because the first time I dislocated my left knee wasn't that exciting of a story. I was at a wrestling camp. Um, Olympic style wrestling I hate calling pro wrestling fake because it's not fake those guys do amazing things um, they just know the outcome um, and they're working together to put on a good show and do those we'll call them stunts but highly dangerous highly painful stunts even when they're successful they hurt um, I did Olympic style wrestling and the first time I just looked at my left knee I was going for a throw that I'd never done before and my knee popped out wasn't awesome, um, but it was at a college, even though I was a high school student, because it was a wrestling camp that I paid a lot of money to be there. Uh, and they had professional trainers and all that kind of good stuff, and the trainers came over and told me a funny story, distracted me for a little bit, and grabbed my ankle and pulled and pushed and popped my knee back in place right there on the mat. And I'm still going to the hospital, get x-rays, make sure everything was okay, but again... Not a super exciting story. Just, oh, my knee popped out. Let's get this back in place. Now, the second time my knee dislocated, wow. So, we discussed the first time I was in this nice college with all the amenities and full training staff, right? The second time I dislocated my knee, I was in some high school on the outer edge of Nowhere, not next to nothing. Pretty sure there was a gravel road going to the high school. Like, I lived out in the country, but this place was, whoo, there was banjos playing in the background before the match. It was scary. Um, and the dislocation was pretty standard, nothing major. Um, guy was in the down position, I was on top, he was sort of sitting out trying to circle around, and... I was following, and my toe caught just right to torque my knee, and bam, knee dislocates. I fall over and scream a whole lot, and I look at coach, say, coach, my knee's out. Don't let him touch me. And so I'm laying there. Now, that's bad enough. So my knee's out. I'm laying on the wrestling mat. Now, at this point, I want you to understand, I weighed about 260 pounds. Uh, it was pretty heavy. Um, and they caught ambulance. And the ambulance comes, and it takes the ambulance like 30 minutes to get there. Because we're out in the middle of nowhere, which is awesome. So I'm sitting there in the massive amounts of pain, because my knee's dislocated, for like 30 minutes. So yeah, that sucked. So the ambulance gets there, and they're like, we ain't touching it. That looks horrible. I'm like, thanks. Um, So we're going to load you up. And the ambulance driver and the person helping the ambulance driver couldn't pick me up and put me on the ambulance bed. They couldn't get me on the stretcher. They literally had to get all the wrestlers, no, three or four of them, to come help put me on the stretcher. Because, like, between the two 
members of the ambulance driver, we're talking maybe, maybe 180 pounds soaking wet. One of them weighed like 90 pounds. It was they yeah. She couldn't even lift my legs. It was that. So it give me on that. And let me go ahead and tell you, wrestlers, high school wrestlers, aren't the gentle folk. They're just not. They guys picked me up and dropped me on the thing, which bounced my knee really good. That hurt. So they get me all strapped in. Coach gets on the ambulance with me. Because my mom's not there because we're just in a weight match. My mom had to work. Um, they've notified my mother, but again, we're out in the middle of nowhere. We're four ways, hours away from our high school. So we get there, go to the, go into the hospital. Then mentioned that gravel road. That wasn't a joke. There literally was no way to get me to the hospital but to take me on this gravel road. I don't know if you guys have ever been in the back of an ambulance. Not the best suspension on the planet. A lot of weight on that suspension. Um, gravel road's not the best. It's got a lot of potholes and stuff and everything. And I like to say the driver didn't hit all the holes and dips on purpose. But she hit a lot. It was not good. My knee literally bounced off the bed at one point. Thought it was going to slide back in place for a second and then slam back down and, yeah, no. Let me top it off, railroad tracks. I don't know what town this was, but there must have been a, 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 a Amtrak hub or a delivery hub or something because there are train tracks everywhere. This is like the crossroads of train tracks. It was ridiculous. So, yeah, so there we are, all these train tracks. Awesome. Um, went over like four different sets of train tracks. Not comfy. So we finally get to the hospital. This is where the awesomeness starts. So we get to the hospital, and wheel me in and stuff, and uh, my coach gives the doctor and the nurse the, the paperwork that says he's allowed to consent for treatment for me because I'm still technically a minor. Not technically, I was a minor. I was like six, no, see this time I would have been, yeah, no, I was 16. Uh, but he has a form that my mother has signed that says he's allowed all the right treatment for me because he's my coach. And the doctor looks and goes, oh, I got to send up this legal to get it verified. We're talking, it's like third, or it's like a Friday night and like nine o'clock at night. They ain't no legal at the hospital. I don't know if you fax it to somebody's house or what. And I'm like, well, can I get something? Some some medicine? Something that really hurts. He goes, nope. I'm like, uh, IV, not ibuprofen, not nothing. He goes, no. Can't do anything until we get this approved. I'm like, it, my mom signed it. I said she signed it. Please treat me. No. So we waited there for an hour. An hour before he comes back. He goes, okay, legal approved this. I can treat you. I'm like, cool. Now, I want you to keep this in mind. At this point, I've had nothing. No ibuprofen, no aspirin. Hasn't started an IV. Hasn't done the x ray. Hasn't done a thing. All he knows is my knee is apparently dislocated and it's swollen up to the size of a watermelon because I'm in pain and it's swollen. Okay, so this genius says, okay, we're going to start an IV and we're going to give you some Demerol. Now, 260-pound kid, amped up already because he's in a wrestling match because you got to get pumped to do any, any good at all. More amped up because he's in pain. Been in pain for now for a couple hours. And he gives me 10 units of Demerol. Demerol is an awesome muscle relaxer. Normally, probably would have weird effect, but it's not a narcotic. It's not a painkiller. It's just a muscle relaxer. And he waits five to 10 minutes, comes in, looks at me, goes, okay, how you feeling? I'm like, 
exactly the same. It hurts a lot. That didn't do anything for me. I'm still hurt. He goes, oh, no, you're fine. I'm like, no, really. Didn't do a thing. He's like, that's okay. Then he says, quite possibly the dumbest thing a doctor has ever said to me. Not the dumbest thing a doctor's ever said in the history of time, but dumbest thing a doctor's ever said personally to me. He goes, I called the orthopedics department and they talked me through how to do this. I'm going to put your knee back in place. Talked you through? I'm still in a ton of pain here. Nothing's worked. You haven't done an x-ray to assess the level of damage. You've literally done nothing and talked you through You've never done this before. I'm like, can we get a little more medicine in me? Something? I'm still hurting. Something? Yeah, nah, you're good. And I'm like, okay. My coach says, you'll be all right. Son, you'll be okay. You know, because coaches always walk, push through the pain. You'll be okay, which I understand. that Every coach is like that. Um, so this dude grabs my ankle. Forces my knee into the bent position up to my chest grabs my kneecap with his other hand and tries to push everything back in place. Um, your kneecap can't slide back in place while your knee's bent. It's not actually possible. Especially when your kneecap's sitting on the side of your leg. My kneecap had rolled all the way over. It was over the side of my leg. Um, he goes, oh, and then drops my leg when it didn't work. I can't possibly describe the moment or the level of pain in that moment. I just can't. It's not possible for me to describe it. I do know I sat up and punched that doctor in the chest with all the pain I had been feeling. And he kind of just went right out the door. Um, I don't think my punch forced him out the door. I think the punch knocked him back a couple feet and he ran out the door. Um, and my coach looked at me and goes, why did you hit him? I'm like, eh, it hurt. Eh. He's like, oh. And... A couple minutes later, security shows up and they post themselves up in the room. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm going to jail. That's great. Okay. And then like five minutes after that, an orthopedic surgeon shows up. I'm like, cool. Maybe I'm not going to jail. And he looks at me and takes one look at my knee and goes, oh, he didn't say it was this bad. I go, and he goes, did you do an x-ray yet? I go, no. He goes, he tried to put it back in place without an extra. I go, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. He goes, is he giving you anything for pain? I'm like, give him some Demerol, but it didn't work. He goes, no, no. He goes, you're going to sleep. You need to go to sleep. This ain't going to go back in with you awake. I said, okay. And uh, just a few minutes later, when those little mobile x-ray units came in, but before that girl could take an x-ray, they brought in an angel. <sighs> and I'm going to call her an angel because I don't know her name. She was an angel, and she came in, and she looked at my eye and looked at me, and she goes, how you feeling? I'm so much pain. She goes, we're going to take care of that. And my angel took out this tube. I'm going to call it a tube. It was technically a syringe, but it was huge, and it looked like it had milk in it. That's what it looked like, and it was a big, fat, round thing full of what looked like milk. And I said, what is that? She called, said, we call it milk of amnesia. I'm like, I like that name. And she goes, cool. She says, I'm going to put this in and, you know, you're going to 
you're going to fall asleep. And I said, hey, yeah, right. I'm in so much pain, whatever. And she hooked up, I hooked it up to the IV, started pushing. And I keep in mind, this thing was a good, okay. I was a little doped up after this, so whatever. It looked like it was a good foot long. It was huge. And she just barely started pushing stuff in. And I'm like, I am going to sleep. And I was out. Done. Completely unconscious. It was great. I wake up. They had given me way more than the milk of amnesia while I was asleep, apparently. They gave me some really nice, nice things. Because there was some pink elephants and some happiness. And I was good. I felt absolutely no pain. And I'm in the knee immobilizer. And not just, you know, the little one that just kind of braces your knee. Like, this thing went from my left ankle up to my hip. My Underneath it, I could see the amount of padding wrapped around my knee. And the orthopedic surgeon was like, oh, you come too. And right about that time when my mom showed up. And security was keeping her away from the first doctor. Who never showed back. I never saw him, but she was ready to kill him. Go figure. You know, moms are like that. And, uh... He goes, your knee's completely unstable. You're going to need surgery. See your orthopedic surgeon immediately. You should have surgery as soon as possible. Don't take that immobilizer off for anything. Because if you have to take a shower, get in the shower, wrap your leg in a little trash bag, but leave that on. Your knee's completely unstable. Well, cool. So that's what I did. And I got some crutches. What about my day? You know, get knee surgery and my left knee works just great. But yeah, um, note to everyone. If the doctor you're seeing walks into the room and says, they taught me through how to do this, I'm going to give it a shot. Just get up and leave. Don't, don't stay. Don't hang out. Don't wait. Just go home. Whatever's wrong with you, die from it first or go somewhere else because that's the words you never want to hear. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. Um, if you want to be on the show because you have an outrageous story, send me a message. I will let you on the show. We will have guests. All right. Everybody have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. It's all part of the Ninja Podcast Network with all the shows featuring Ask the Angry Ninja Show, uh, Not a Kid's Game, Presented by the Angry Ninja, which is our D&D podcast, the Ninja News and Politics Show, uh, Sports Talk with the Ninja and J-Mo, and our newest podcast, Outrageous Stories with the Ninja, uh, featuring occasional special guests. Great shows, great stuff. If you want to reach any of us, you can go AskTheAngryNinja at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter, AskCMan2342. You can get us on Facebook, um, on the Ask the Angry Ninja Show Facebook page. Any of those places, if you want to support us, we appreciate that. Go to patreon.com slash worst jokes. And if you join high enough tier, you'll get a free gift. And we just appreciate any support and feedback. You guys have a wonderful night, and we'll holler at you later.